This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hi, and welcome to Fanwits, the Fanbite podcast. We're here in flavor country, and I'm Merritt <laughs> oh. Kay, your host. I saw an ad for something like wine country on time.is, the site that we use to synchronize our claps before we record. Right. And, uh, I just thought it, it would be a fun bit if we were all sort of in flavor country. Um, just enjoying recreational tobacco use or, or whatever. Um... I'm Merritt. Uh, I said that already, so I'm off to a great mm-hmm. start with this one. Uh, you know the crew. Uh, they're finally here performing for you. And uh, if you know the words, you can join in too. We've got Steven Strom. Hi, I have no style and no taste. Or grace? Whoa. Is it grace or taste? It's I mean, grace, it's whatever but you it's want. okay. You don't have to. Oh, Steven, you have to go to the hospital. If, <laughs> I mean, you can't how taste. Can you be in flavor Wait, now? you can't taste? taste. You can't smell. Yeah. It's, oh, fuck. You gotta it's go, smell. Steven. Flavor town. <laughs> oh. Is my tongue supposed to be numb? I'm not. Oh no. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. Well, well, Steven figures that out. Uh, we've got. Okay. Well, that's just horrifying. That's um, sick. <laughs> uh, Nikki Grayson. Hi, I'm here. Merritt, I have a gift for you. Just check check Discord. Uh, I'll check Discord. Oh, it's um, this is like a Steam key for like uh, Bad Rats or something. Ooh. No, it's a Windows key. Oh, it's a Windows key that you got <laughs> legally. <laughs> through legal means. And I, when it's I put this in, acquired. I, when I put this in, Microsoft key. kill squads are definitely not going to kick through my window. <laughs> And just like uh, if you want me. a quick, if you want a quick guide on how to activate your key, let me know. I got you. <laughs> All right, thanks. Uh, and uh, Danielle Riendo. Hi, I'm Dr. Danielle Riendo. Dr. Oh, Daniel Almost. Kong is here. Daniel Kong. Daniel Kong. <laughs> That's me. Daniel uh. Kong. Who could forget? Uh, that great character <laughs> that we all love. He was only in the Game Boy adaptation of Donkey Kong Country, but uh, you know he left a mark uh, on our hearts. And uh, I, you know, a lot of games it's a leaving shame their marks. No with yeah, it's now. a shame that he died in the Great Ape Wars. But we don't talk no. about those because the Donkey Kong fans get very upset. Uh, Th- that being said, if you that. still have the original box with the sticker that says now featuring Daniel mode, that's worth uh-huh. some money mm. these days. Yeah, that <laughs> is. Lot. That is. They did replace him in the uh, the later printings of that. Um, yeah, I can't believe they did that. With uh, that was, Dante that so from wrong. Devil May Cry, actually. So, <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, he kind of just fucks up all those little cartoon animals pretty badly. Doesn't seem fair. It's a little mean, yeah. to be honest. 
like I, I was watching it and I yeah. was like, I don't know about this. It's a little rude. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, Dante carved his way into our hearts, and uh, I think a lot of games are doing that lately. We're all uh, feverishly playing a lot of video game entertainment products as we, uh, you know, finish out the year. And um, as as of this recording, the big game of the year is uh, not actually out yet, and none of us have gotten our hands on it. But uh, that'll come up. We're going to talk that's about that in think. the news a little bit. Uh, but uh, what's everyone been playing? I want to I want to hear about some games because I have been playing something. But uh, I'm going to leave that for now because it's kind of a, a grim tale. Um, Ooh. So Grim's uh, Tales. Oh, that's a game. That's a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Grim Fandango. Grim Fandango. It's kind of a Grim <laughs> Fandango. It's, okay. Um, Speaking of point-and-click adventure games, um, I've been playing uh, one of those. It's called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. It's uh, Steven's talked about it many times on account of the fact that Steven likes... Uh, if I'm... If I think... <laughs> if I if I am ascribing um, this trait to them correctly, they like these ones? Yeah, I like I'm, these I'm ones. I'm hearing that uh, Steven is a fan of the Yakuza series. That's, yeah. I, that's confirmed. That. Yeah, that's confirmed. So um, I fight was a like, tiger well, in one of them. Oh, uh, see, it's the perfect game. So what I did in this, <laughs> what I did this time was I decided to play it, and I've maybe I'm on chapter five. I don't know how many hours that is. That's maybe ten hours in. So you're about yeah. ten or five percent of the way into the game. Yeah, I'm about five percent <laughs> of the way through, um, and uh, I'm having a really good time with it. Um, I don't think I love the combat, but mm. I think that the story is engaging enough for me to continue to want to play it. Yesterday, uh, I streamed it a little bit on twitch.tv slash fanbyte with Steven, and um, I was walking across a bridge <laughs> in the city I was in, uh-huh. and then uh, Ichiban, the main character, sees a, a, a crawfish on the ground and is like, weird, a crawfish, better return this because it's a bridge over a river. <laughs> And then um, he picks up the crawfish, winds up like he's a baseball pitcher, and yeets the crawfish <laughs> into the river. And then an old man shows up and says, hey, what the fuck? That was my crawfish, Nancy. Um, Nancy, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he's so, so upset Nancy. about it. He's like he's... literally like, Nancy, no! <laughs> so upset. And then you have to go down to the river, like the riverbank, and look at all of these crawfish to figure out if you can find the crawfish that you oh tossed into the river. Toss um, is really Nancy underselling have any, it. Like, yeah. markers? Like, is there anything yeah, Nancy? Yeah, there's, okay. there's an X on Nancy's back, right? <laughs> and that's how you know that it's Nancy. Nancy is the Batosai, um, the manslayer of the crawfish world. Yeah. Oh, um, I also did a side quest where um, a man accused me of trying to steal food from the soup kitchen. And then um, I was like, nope, that's not what I'm doing. And then he tried to punch me in the face and another man very slowly slid in front of the other guy's fist and took the punch for me for no reason. Um, wow. So that was nice. fun. He was being nice. Um, it's a good game. It also has Virtua Fighter 2 in it. And which 5. Is, and 5. Huh. And OutRun is in there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the full games, not like Just the full game. Yeah, like it's just, it's just the video game OutRun. It also has UFO catchers in it. No Sonic, though. Mm. Oh, no. Why there is might Sonic, be Sonic not in it? 
There might be a Sonic in the UFO catcher. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. If they put a Sonic in the UFO catcher, then it's definitely my game of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really have anything um, new or interesting to say about it, but I am enjoying my time with this one. I just, I don't, I feel like I've barely even scratched the surface of it, which is wild to say, even though I'm 15 hours in, but I know how long these games are. So <laughs> when we were playing together on stream last night, it was like still kind of unclear if you had unlocked the ability to change classes yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't think I have gotten it yet. People in the chat were talking about, like, jobs and, like, a, you were talking about a piss wizard. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what any of this stuff is. Yeah, the uh, urine answer. Like, yeah, you're an answer. In any other game, that's far enough in to basically have every, like, know every system. Right. Like, save for one, probably, that they throw at you at the end of the game that's, like you can grapple onto stuff now or something like that. Um, this one, there's like, I have, I literally don't know what else they could do for me. I mean, and how much I'm of just you anticipating um, a lot of exciting things? How um, much have you explored the uh, Pokedex in that game? Uh, so I did, I have explored the Pokedex a little bit. The what, sorry? That was there's Yeah. There's a Pokedex in this game. So, okay. So a man, I don't remember his name. Um, but there's a man who comes up to you and is like, hey, um, can you please log all of the perverts that you fight in the video game? <laughs> uh -huh. And then, and Which then he you're calls like, the Sujimon. The Sujimon, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you're like, what? And then he's like, listen, listen, listen. It's chill, it's fine. Just log all of them because you're going to fight them anyway. And then you turn around and then three men in suits, one red suit, one green suit, and one blue suit show up and then you're like which one do you want to fight um and then you pick your starter and then professor oak is like um great thank you for fighting these men anyway as you fight the men their data will go into the pokedex sorry the cg decks um and then you collect you collect sujimon which stands for it's like a portmanteau of super jittery men. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as Jordan <laughs> points out, they're suspect guys that make you super jittery. What? Uh, which means that which is why they're they're all perverts. Like the first one you encounter is like a guy is like a flasher in a trench coat, and he like yes. jumps out in front of you, and then you beat him up because that's what you do in these games. Yeah. And then Professor Oak shows up and he's just like, "Hold that thought. You. This is perfect. This is exactly what I want you to do." <laughs> wow. Why? Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, Jordan is pointing out they make uh, you jittery. It's mm -hmm. not that they are jittery. They make you Yo. jittery because they're sus. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. And one of them is a piss wizard. <laughs> good. That's um, true. Yeah, that's Yakuza. That sounds um, good. It's good. <laughs> uh, Steven yesterday told me that there's softcore pornography in the video game. Yes. Um, <laughs> in all of the Yakuza it's games. It's all of them. A-O. Well, no, it's um, so uh, crucially it's softcore porn, so it's fine. Oh, they don't show it. Good. They fine. don't show full penetration. No, they really? don't show any of the good stuff. Unfortunately, it's not. So, so it's not like you know, like like you play Yakuza, and then Ichiban goes, and then there's full penetration, and then he goes back and he fights some more crime, and he smells the crime and fights the crime, comes back <laughs> yeah. full penetration. Yeah, it's not like that. Okay, you do watch a movie called Robo Sh Robo Cook, and then a bunch of sheep show up, and then you have to play a button pressing mini game uh -huh. to make the sheep go away because you're really tired and you're trying to not go to sleep while watching the movie because that would be rude to the old man who offered to oh watch God. the movie with you. Is that the porn? <laughs> that is no, no. That's a different mini game. I see. 
The the thing I just shared in the Discord is an image from Yakuza Zero from one of the softcore porn uh, jerk off rooms that you can enter. Yeah, I, tissues. I know the that. presence of this tissue box is like incredibly alarming. Oh yeah. no! At yeah. the end of every time you finish watching one of these videos in the Yakuza games, the camera pans over to the tissue box and like zooms in, and you hear Kiryu go like. <sighs> wow! I don't know that Christ. I like that. <laughs> I don't think wow. Kiryu knows about sex. He knows about porn though. He doesn't know about sex, uh, but he knows about porn because uh, he. There is a side quest in Yakuza Zero that I told Dicky about last night, where there's a small child who sees a cool vending oh, machine, yeah. and uh, he asks his mom to buy him something from the cool vending machine, and she's like, "No, that's not for for little boys," and he doesn't know what's in there. So he says, "Hey, Kiryu, can you go get me something from that?" And Kiryu's like, "Yeah, absolutely." And he goes to uh, to go get something from the vending machine, and it is a porn vending machine. But oh, no. Kiryu is like, uh. "I made I." I gave him my word. I can't go back on my promise to this small boy. (laughs) Exactly. And so you do have to do a stealth sequence where you try to walk up to this porn thing without anybody seeing you buy porn uh, to buy a dirty magazine for this uh, little boy. And then Kiryu tells him like, okay, please don't open this until you're older. Also, (laughs) when you you hide it, don't put it under your bed. It's not as safe as you think. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. It's incredible. Like the sense of humor in this game is just... It's so it's so unique, at least for me. Like I haven't played anything that is is funny in the way that this game is. Yeah. Um and I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it for this game that I absolutely thought was inside of Xbox Game Pass and then <laughs> is not. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that too, but I really did. I think because they added like four Yakuza games to Game Pass at the same mm-hmm. time, at the same time that they announced also, this game I was think, coming didn't out. It- come to like isn't it not on ps5 right now like they were like oh it's xbox and so you kind of just like assume oh it's like xbox game pass it's on game pass Mm -hmm. it's not i had to pay 30 dollars for it 30 dollars us dollars isn't this like a 60 dollar game it is a 60 dollar game it was on no it's 50 Uh, i think normal like it's not even 60 i think it's oh jordan Jordan paid 60 60. okay jordan jordan got robbed oh no Haha. Jordan got a little visit from Mr. Shakedown. You want to expense that that guy after the fact? Fuck that fucking guy. (laughs) That's like one of the few things I remember about the like, I put maybe like a half a dozen hours into zero and fuck Mr. Shakedown. Like, I just want to go back to the game and and get yoked so I can just kick the fucking shit out of him. (laughs) There's just this guy who like shows up and just like is huge and uh, kicks your ass and takes your money. And Mm -hmm. like, you can't do anything about it. I love that. Well, No, sometimes wow, he's... Guy, this guy is Jack. Yeah. He, his whole thing is he wants money to pay for a trip to the mountains so he can become the world's most powerful organism. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I love Shadow that. Hedgehog is the, per, the <laughs> ultimate life form, okay? So, like, don't try to usurp him. And it goes Shadow this... the Hedgehog, that big lizard, and then maybe this guy. Maybe this guy. Is that, um... Is this JPEG that I just sent... That says you got shaken down for um, 103,690,802,873 yen real. Wow. It could be. You get. That's like 45 American dollars, right? 
<laughs> well, that's the 80s thing- Japan money is the thing. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's $50. The thing that I'm I'm is really fucking throwing me is because I don't like have experience with foreign mm-hmm. money. So every time it's like, oh, fuck it. You found 500 yen. I'm like, yes, lit. I'm fucking rich. And then I go to the store bucks. and then they're, it's like $5. I go to this, <laughs> I go to the food store or the, like the sex shop where I bought my big vibrator that mm-hmm. I use as a bat. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were like, it's 30,000 yen. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yen is one of those currencies that I've like never gotten the hang of. I mean, I've never like been to Japan or anything, but like you know, like often I'll be like, oh, just like knock I, the zeros off. Just how take zeros off? Is that they should just take the zeros off? I think is you that, drop two mm. zeros is actually the the exchange rate, or it's close enough, pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Yakuza Zero, when you punch people, instead of like blood coming out of them, literally money just flies out of their bodies. Yeah. Because the whole game is set during the Japanese economic boom and it's kind of a meta commentary. So you just mm. make fucking oodles of money in the Yakuza, in Yakuza Zero specifically. So this like 100 billion yen image could totally be real, especially when you see you get into like the real estate management game and the uh, cabaret club, the hostess club stuff is you could you just like. Hoover up money, which you can literally do to Mr. Shakedown, because sometimes you will, he'll, he'll be hunting you through the street, and that's how he beats you up. But also, sometimes he'll just fall asleep in the middle of the street, and you can go over to him and hold down a button, and your character will vacuum money out of his pockets while he's asleep. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid, but very good. Uh, speaking of real estate management... Oh, shit. Danielle, you've been yeah. playing a game that is, in a manner of speaking, about that kind of thing, right? Uh, are we talking about either Umarangi Generation or Cloud Gardens? Uh, I was thinking Cloud Gardens. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, okay, yeah, that I was am- maybe a little tenuous, but it's <laughs> about okay. managing real estate. It's you're you managing are. areas and, and yeah. putting things in them and stuff. You're beautifying ugly spaces. Um, and I, so I kind of fell in love with this game. I, I may talk about it in a future podcast about certain types of games, uh, but just oh, super briefly, it is oh, a, a beautiful game about reclaiming kind of like ugly spaces or spaces where there's a ton of trash and a ton of like just random garbage and random stuff in them. So you kind of start out, and it's like a really chill, really pretty puzzle game. You kind of start out with these little dioramas, which always makes me think of like the original design document for Super Mario 64, which is like how they thought about that. They were like little dioramas in a box, mm. little little boxes of things that you kind of manipulate. And that's how they sort of uh, came to designing Mario 64, which always made me very happy to kind of hear that. Because there's something very satisfying about that, like having a whole world in a box. Uh, and mm. this game is kind of an exploration of that. So you, you have these little dioramas and they start quite small and they get a lot more, um, you know, uh, multifaceted, I guess, and larger as you kind of go through the game. Uh, but you have little seeds, you have little plants and you plant them in various places and adding different types of garbage creates different types of growth and it, you know sort of encourages the garden to grow. So say in in an early one you have almost like a little junkyard sort of situation with a lot of cars, like old used junk cars. And the cars uh, are huge, but they create massive growth. So what you have to do is kind of figure out where to place things in your little diorama in which to sort of encourage the most growth out of your really pretty little plants. And you have different types of plants. You have light. You have a little bit of like 
it's almost like a little sunshine sprayer. I guess we've got another Mario uh, comparison here. You almost have like a little flood <laughs> that you can mm-hmm. use to kind of spray on the plants to encourage them to grow. Uh, but it's a really satisfying little puzzle game. And it also, it's it's doing that thing where it's both very satisfying mechanically and has sort of simple mechanics that are done well. It's also working on a thematic level. I think we had a piece this year at some yeah. point. I'm so well, this sorry, I don't remember when. But came yeah. out in early access a few months ago. Sure. sure. And um, I think I talked about it a little bit back when yeah. I played it. But um, yeah. yeah, we had a piece uh, that was by, I want to say, Ewan Wilson. Sure, yeah. That sounds um, right. Yeah, about about that game and about like the concept of rewilding spaces um, and of reintroducing kind of like un um, uncultivated uh Yeah. Growth. Like wilding a place that has yeah. already been sort of abandoned in a lot of ways. <laughs> like right, right. rewilding the edge lands with cloud gardens. That's the name of the piece, and it is uh Ewan Wilson. Um it's so it's so pretty and so weird and like that little touch of being a little bit otherworldly uh, and, and a little bit abstract, which I enjoy in a puzzle game. I just sort of love that sense, that kind of escapist uh, sense. Um, and the game also has like, it, it, so it's basically a puzzle game with, you know, a few, I am nine or 10 hours in. So I have certainly oh, wow. haven't kind of gotten to the end of it. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm in love with it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I didn't know that there was nine to 10 hours of game there. To oh, be honest with you. oh yeah. There's a lot of stages. So the like sort of set puzzles. And then there's also a, like, uh, like a chill mode where you can just make your own beautiful, elaborate, incredible garden. I haven't done much of that yet. I'll be honest. I'm mostly playing through the kind of uh, pure puzzle stages, the sort of linear puzzle stages, but I suspect I will be making impossible gardens uh, soon <laughs> myself. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really just love it. It's it's doing a lot of things that I really enjoy in a puzzle game, which I already said the thing about like simple mechanics, but they're done really well and they interact in interesting ways. Um, it's also really pretty. It's also really kind of funky and it doesn't look like a lot of other things. It, mm-hmm. You have these dioramas sort of suspended in space with like light bloom lighting in the background kind of. So it's very abstract and very relaxing to play, even though it's very engaging to sort of figure out the puzzle aspect and sort of move things around in space and think about, oh, where do I want this sort of... Um, there are plants that almost kind of look like the um, the man-eating plant in, oh my God, the Rick Moranis movie. Halo 2. Halo 2, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Master Chief is that plant. Audrey, right? The plant yeah, is the shop of horrors. Yes, yeah. little shop little of shop horrors. Of horse. <laughs> yep, there we go. Uh, Sorry. Rick Moranis is Halo 2. <laughs> <laughs> He's back in the acting world and his first role. The, he's going to skip straight to the live action Halo 2. They didn't think is, they needed the first one. Is I Rick Moranis Master Chief or is he the Gravevines? He's the Gravevines. It's a callback God, to, yeah. to the Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'd watch it. He could just hey, bring back oh, his little helmet. You know, hey, his helmet Chief. thing. Uh, <laughs> The foot and all uh, that. It's I can't do a Rick Moranis. I don't uh, even know what he I'm, sounds like. I'm sort of like a like a monument to all your sins, you know. <laughs> that's that's like a that almost sounds like a uh, what's his name a Jimmy uh, 
Oh God, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Ah. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't really have yeah. a Rick Moranis in me either. I don't think. No, I don't think I anyone don't, does. It, He's Wayne imagine Zelinsky. The next, <laughs> imagine the next thing I'm gonna say does sound exactly like Rick Moranis. Oh, you've got a little lady in your head. One time I shrank all my kids. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, wow. Damn, I heard that in his voice. That's perfect. That's so yes. good. That was good. Uh, that was so good. Oh, I, I you know this. what? The, I, I can do a Rick Moranis impression. <clears throat> Lone Star. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. You did it. One to one. Yeah. You did the helmet. I don't know what that is. Well, I've only well, seen gosh, Rick Moranis geez, in I mean, one film. Gosh, chief. The sentient life. It's, it's out there. 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 It's in his Bob's home and, and the Arbiter's home. Um, <laughs> you got to get the covenant back there, Bob. Uh, I'm giving it back, giving them back the bomb, Chief. Oh, Finishing God. this fight. Um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that was bad. We all agree that that was bad, and we're moving on. All right. Um, hey, as long as we all agree. As long as we all agree, and we do, and we do. Uh, I think another thing we all agree on is that we all want to hear about this great game called. Pathless. Ooh. Nice. Pass. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck it is it? <laughs> uh, well, like Merritt said, <laughs> I do think it's a great game. Personally, um, it's a it's really hard to pin down into like one specific genre, but there are shades of Breath of the Wild Korok puzzles, for instance. Ooh. Okay. In <laughs> a exactly every time mm-hmm. you unlock a cool bird ability, you hear a little guy go ha ha. And he gives you a piece of poop. Um, Yay! Makes your bird stronger. Because uh, you were like a lady uh, with a mask, kind of like a ninja lady, uh, in a very pretty, very colorful world on this island that appears to be like kind of the last bastion of life in this world. Uh, she takes a boat to this island to go and try to basically like talk to God, who is a large eagle in this universe, the Eagle Mother. Um, and most of the gods have been killed by this being called the God Slayer, um, which is kind of just in the name. It does what it does what it says. Oh uh, yeah. Team, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, they don't, that's not just a cute name, right? They call them. Uh, yeah, when his parents named him that, they kind of had high expectations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna kill Christ, yeah. <laughs> and he basically does. Uh, he kills a bunch of these spirit animals on this island because the, the island is split up into basically four chunks, and then there's a big floating island above that island. And his plan is to basically kill all the gods, take their power, become the new god, and recreate the world. And mm. you are there to stop him on behalf of kind of the old gods, the Eagle Mother, who is the mother to all the other gods. Um, and to help you on that, she gives you a little eagle friend of your own that allows you to glide around um, when you when you jump and to eventually you get the ability for the eagle to like flap up like a double jump. And most of the upgrades in the game are you finding those Korok puzzle type things to get these like little gold coins. When you get enough gold coins, you level up your your flaps. That's literally what they're called in the game is you get more flaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, the, if you're gliding through the air, the eagle will flap once to bring you higher, flap a second time to bring you even higher. And however many flaps you have is how high you can get. Um, oh, and that, okay. So the, the traversal is very weird because there's that element to it with the eagle, but then also you have a stamina bar and it does not recharge over time. Like you would expect from a stamina bar. 
instead, your character is like kind of this huntress type figure who, to get stamina back, needs to use her bow to shoot at these sort of floating talismans throughout the world that are just all kind of littered around. They're never really explained why they exist or what they're for. They're just kind of targets for you to hit. And you have auto lock on. So every time you hit one of those, you get stamina back and a burst of speed or a more boost to your jump if you're in midair. So the game is kind of you constantly sprinting and sliding and jumping and flapping and stringing together all of that by shooting your bow at these targets throughout the world to get to new places, to find more puzzles, to upgrade your character. And your sort of objective is to um, resurrect the, all of these dead gods that have been killed by the God Slayer on each of the different plateaus on this island. And that involves basically just solving like more complex puzzles across the world until you get like enough of these sort of I Danielle, I couldn't help but keep thinking about you the entire yeah. time I was playing this game. Yeah. Um, because like it's got Breath of the Wild style puzzles in it. It's a 3D platformer. Um, yeah. And also the, all of the puzzle pieces that you basically bring back to this location, uh, to these three towers throughout every world to cleanse the the dead god. The god is like kind of corrupted into this big monster that will occasionally try to hunt you down and you have to do a stealth sequence to avoid it until mm. it's weakened by these towers. Um, every time you get one of those little keys to those towers, it looks... It's not actually what it looks like if you look closely, but they're far enough away most of the time. Every time I saw one, they looked like a Jiggy from Banjo-Kazooie. Hell yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this sounds like I would love it. I need. I know I need to play yeah, it. This I'm, is a game I need to play. I'm going to buy it right now. It's good. These it's are the cool. people who made Abzu? It yes. Like? It okay, is the people cool. who made Abzu. Oh. That was pretty. It's an Annapurna joint, correct? It is an Annapurna joint, um, which... If you've pl ever played, uh, or if you've never played an Annapurna game, I have a note here about it, about how I feel like Annapurna games really feel like that kind of uh, platonic ideal of the B-tier game that just doesn't exist anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Where they come out at, like, they feel like they have budget behind them and marketing, but also aren't, like, AAA games. When I say B, I don't mean necessarily B-tier quality, just B-tier right. in terms of, like, budget. Yeah. Um, and they all kind of have like this sort of almost like what if we threw a bunch of money at like a student project and marketed that. And I think that definitely comes through in the pathless, mostly in the story stuff, which I think is kind of one dimensional and, and a little flat by the end, which I also kind of felt about uh, Abzu, to be completely honest. I did sure, play sure. that game and beat that. Um, there's one too many times to give you kind of an example of it. There's one too many times a character in this game re literally refers to the world being pathless. And it's just like, okay, guys, I get it. <laughs> oh, they did the thing. <laughs> oh, there's no path. Right. There's no path to this world. We need to have more paths. Uh. And that's not like. I mean, this may be a real word, but it's not a word anybody ever says. So when you hear it more than one, if I hear it the first time, I was like, okay, sure, I'll give you the one. And I heard it the mm. second time, and I was like, okay, guys, come on. <laughs> come on. You can't just say it twice in this game that is also called We the have to build a halo. <laughs> it's a big circular path then. Everybody knows where to go. Um, but yeah, they, I think the game is very cool. I've seen some people somewhat frustrated with the lack of a map in this game, hence the term pathless. Um, but I didn't really have any of that. In fact, I'm way less frustrated by this than I was like by something very similar in my head, which is Outer Wilds, 
last year. Mm. Um, mm. I, I found this game just very pleasing. All, all the little in, individual Koroxy type puzzles were just like very, very pleasing to my brain and never too obtuse or difficult or frustrating. And while it can take a little bit of getting used to getting around the world with no map, I didn't find it that bad. So I do recommend it, for, especially for how cheap it is. And it's like a PS5 game too. So if people are looking for next gen stuff to play, it's not a bad pickup. Cool. I, nice. I need to play it. I uh, think all games uh, should, yeah. should do that, though. I think all games should say the name. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. Like, um, whoa, that Yakuza is so strong. He's like a dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, wake the fuck up, samurai. It's 2077, you cyberpunk. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, something kind of like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you? Hey, hey, racer. Have you signed up for the wreck fest yet? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> this is your destiny, too. <laughs> Immortals Phoenix it, like, Rising. Like it's also your destiny. <laughs> yeah, Immortals Phoenix Rising. <laughs> Isn't that uh, just an Evanescence song? That's got to be like Immortals Phoenix Rising. Immortals, and then they just like sing yeah. Phoenix Rising. Uh, it's yeah. on the Ben Affleck Daredevil soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> In yes. the end, it really was a Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> That's good, Merritt. That was really good. Yeah, um, I, I also like when you're um, when you're playing with the game that I played this week, and uh, your character turns to the camera and does a copyrighted dance, and then just says, "That's Fortnite, baby." <laughs> um, because I tried playing Fortnite because I temporarily suffered from uh, like a brain disease. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, you just wanted to see what it I would just be like to if see- you were normal. Uh, yeah. And playing Fortnite. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, what if I was normal and just like played Fortnite? So I uh, I installed Fortnite on the Epic Games Store and that took longer than I thought it would. Um, <laughs> the game's like 100 and, uh, gigs. It's like 100 gigs. It's like a huge game. Um, Is it really? Yeah. I don't know how big it is, but it was relatively big. It took a hmm. while. I'll check. Uh, so I load in. And there's like a cutscene where a man is like yelling about how people are escaping from the loop. And I'm like, oh, this is stuff that I would have known if I had played the last like seven seasons of Fortnite, I guess. Um, Because it's just a man in a suit and a voice is like, you have to stop them from escaping from the loop. What? Uh, And uh, he's like, I put together a team of seven of the best hunters in the world. Here's my guys. And it's just like, I don't know who voices this man, but he just sounds like a a YouTuber. Um, And he's like, here are the guys that I got to stop everyone from escaping from the loop. It's a pancake man who's a cowboy. Also, the Mandalorian is here. Um, And there's an anime girl, too, maybe. And they're all the best hunters in the world. They got to stop you from escaping from the loop. Um, I still don't know what the loop is. And um, oh, Merritt, um, you see the loop is a time loop in Fortnite Battle Royale. The island and everyone who fights in it is trapped inside the loop and the storm maintains it. It is revealed by John Jones and the visitor that people are living inside of the loop but can't speak and their memories are wiped every time a match is played in Fortnite Battle Royale and the storm maintains it, making skins relive the same events over and over again. Making skins? Hold on. Oh my god. Making skins skins? relive the same events over and over again. So is the word for people... In Fortnite, skins. Uh, That's what that's what the Fortnite wiki would have me believe. Mm. That hey, that's if you can't believe the Fortnite wiki, 
who can you believe? <laughs> right. Matt, here's, uh, here's all of the Fortnites this season. Is that the pancake? Wait, Master the, Chief is yeah, not. Yeah, there's the pancake War. man. He's called... Uh, pancake-y. Uh, Wait, yeah, which see, one is even the pancake man? I don't know. He has a pancake head. He's a stack of flapjacks, but he's called like man, like man. It's like a Mandalorian joke, I think. Oh, oh is he's it called really? like? I think so. Because the Mandalorian's right there on this image that you're showing. No, no, yeah. I know, I know. Um, but he's like also. Oh. Uh, Who's the one on the left? Yeah, the cell shaded character. That's like a weird cell shaded anime. Oh, they, his they got Ruby characters. So in his here? name's Mancake, which like I guess just is like Man Pancake, but it also oh, just sounds that's... like Mandalorian. It like it starts the same. Like Mandrake, Mancake, Mandalorian. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that that lady on the left in the pink, that's a that's another Mandalorian, right? She's the rebels. Wait, does she have a um, chain? She has a chain. No, that's the man. No, that's, that's like, that's that's like Gladiator. Monster. He's the greatest gladiator in the multiverse. He has okay, never been defeated. it looks like they're defeated. holding hands on a chain. <laughs> that's what I think is happening here. They are holding yeah, hands does. in solidarity. It kind of looks like they are, yeah. Um, yeah, there is an anime, a cel-shaded anime. I don't know what that's from. They haven't really mentioned oh, her. She does have the like energy Cody sword Yoko. from Halo. Mm. Um, yeah, that is just the energy sword, huh? So I tried playing the video game Fortnite. Um. Yeah, I don't know, y'all. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't under so the one game that I remember. I think I played like a few games, and the one game that I actually remember was like I was with someone who like knew what they were fucking doing, and um, I died almost immediately. <laughs> but Fortnite now has the thing that Apex launched with, where you can res your teammates because you know Fortnite just sees other battle royals doing things and is like, oh, you made this. I made this. Like, <laughs> um, and uh, this person carried my like my data or whatever all the way to like a regen place and so like respawned me. And then I was just like, why did you bother doing that? Like, I can't help you at all. And I'm like, <laughs> they were like some pro player who like when people started shooting at them, you know, they just are like jump into the air and like six walls spring up around them and like, you know, like ramps and stuff. And then, then they were doing this thing where they would like spawn ramps behind them, but then make them into like jump pads to like launch them over the terrain to go faster than just walking. Right. Which is also and a thing from uh, Apex originally, right? The, the, the boost pads. I don't know if it's originally from, I know it's in Apex, but this is different. It's like you build a ramp, but then it turns into like a bounce thing, um, which I don't, I don't know how to do that either. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Uh, Jordan says Fortnite had jump pads before Apex existed. I see. So, um, so I was just following this person around, like, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna, and then like we got into like a sniper fight, and I was like, okay, the only thing that I can contribute here is like in that scene in that World War II movie about snipers that came out in like the 2000s. Um, <laughs> is that behind enemy lines? It might be. Yeah, yeah that's like definitely Wilson? about snipers. Wait. I think. No, okay, so I'm thinking, of, I don't know, there's a movie about snipers. and um, Enemy at the Gates. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Um, and I basically just did that because I was like, I have, like, a pistol, and, like, we're just running out in this desert with these, like, fucking energy crystals everywhere. I have no idea what's happening. I'm, like, the base default skin. Like, you know, it just gives you, like, a random-ass normal person. 
uh, mm-hmm. if you yeah. don't have an actual the skin. Default. Oh, oh, Mary, yeah, you're the a default. default huh? Yeah, so I'm gonna get bullied. <laughs> I am gonna get bullied at school for that. Um, and they had like some weird advanced fucking bonkers skin, and uh, I was like, okay, here's what I'll do. I am just gonna draw this person out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna draw this sniper out for you by just like jumping up and down wildly and like drawing this person's attention away from you so that you can shoot them. Um, I did get killed, so ah um, uh, damn. But, but uh, did they get? Did I think they, kill they the did kill person? that guy, but then they got it got worked. too. So uh, I had this sort of like you know this little moment with this person that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I was like, you didn't have to bring me back. You probably shouldn't have, but um. You did anyway, and uh, thank you. And then I played a few more rounds and was like, uh, hmm, uh, I hate this, yeah. and uh, it mm. feels bad. And um, I said this before in the show, I think, but because I didn't play Minecraft when I was a kid, I just don't understand Fortnite visually. Right. Like, when I play a game like Titan, or not Titanfall, God, I wish, um, <laughs> Like Apex, which I've also been playing a little bit lately. When I die, I I understand what happened. Like when I do badly or when I shoot at someone and they like use cover or they use an ability, I'm like, oh, that's what happened. Whereas in Fortnite, it's just like, oh, this person turned into like a fucking Frank Lloyd Wright like project. <laughs> yeah. And like, I I don't know how they did that or like, it's like on the same level as fighting games where I'm just like, how did you do that in like the five seconds? <laughs> um, and That's it's like just like the long running bit, right? Is like Fortnite is the only shooter where you shoot somebody and they turn into a 10 story building. Right. It's like if there were no building, then I think I would get it and I might actually play it more because it would just be like a battle royale, albeit one that feels really bad to shoot things and move <laughs> around and do anything in and is bad to play and stuff. But um, I have had... Uh, offers to uh, to teach me Fortnite from uh, from huh. people on Twitter, so I might take people up on that just to see what happens. But uh, it feels like I know that I'm old because, like, if it felt like just opening like six different YouTube videos, like just random YouTube videos, and just playing them all at the same time when I when I started up Fortnite, and then um, I also am just like, oh, I know that I'm old because I need like an old school like. I need like some kind of narrative or to make me right. feel like I'm doing something like when I'm playing destiny, I'm like, Oh yeah, I get to pretend I'm a space wizard and I'm going on space <laughs> adventures and stuff. And there's like a coherent world that feels legitimate somehow. And then Fortnite is just like, nah, man, we're just like throwing all your toys and shit in there and it's going to be fucking fun. And I'm like, Oh no, that feels, that doesn't feel that's silly. It's silly. And so I know that I'm old because that's how I feel. Um, it's like the the promise of Disney Infinity finally actually realized, but it, it took Disney not yeah. working on it to actually make it happen. Yeah. God, can you imagine if they fuck if if Epic next E3 was like, listen, you've all been wanting it. We've all heard you. So we've made toys to life. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> buy, they, buy this pad, plug it into the USB port on the front of your Xbox. How have Do they, they think- not? done yeah. that already like i don't know there are fortnite toys and stuff but i guess they're pr- they're just not yeah. they must come with character codes and things like that they though. yeah i think they come with oh, skins. Sure. the same way that if you buy a if you go to target and go buy a butterfinger bar right now yeah mm-hmm. um you get an emblem for halo infinite a game that doesn't have a release date <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> 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 
Dota uh, used to do that too. Like you, you could buy, they put out like, <sighs> Merit, you might know what I'm talking about here. Do you remember like like Hero Clicks and, and those kinds? I of fucking oh, yeah. remember. Oh, you Hero remember Hero Clicks? Okay. Yeah. See, I played uh, very very briefly. Um, the predecessor to Hero Clicks, which is called like Mage Mage Knight. Something? Mage Knight. Yeah. What a terrible name. <laughs> Mage Knight is like a like a blue quality skin in Fortnite now. That's what that is. <laughs> Um, and those, the Dota ones, like, sold out immediately from the comic book shop I was working at, even, and I couldn't even pick them up at the time, as I was working at the shop, and I was, this is the heyday of my Dota time, because people wanted them just specifically to buy the skins, uh, mm. buy, or they would buy them, and then they would get skins and the, the in-game store stuff. That was also tied to, like, Valve is Weird, where, uh, you would get those skins and then sell them for real money on the Steam store is actually what... Drove mm. a lot of that in in Dota. I definitely one that year. That sounds like money laundering. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely led to some. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I got one year. Wait, sorry, Jeff Grubb worked on this. For on, oh, really? On Dota? No, on Hero Clicks. <laughs> oh no, there's just another man. There's named just Jeff another Grubb. man. Named Jeff Grubb. <laughs> it's never mind. Sorry, Jeff Grubb. Aw. Adventurebeat.com. <laughs> What? In the, okay, else, so like, now Merit. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow. you have a lot of these, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, I was trying to find the name of the Pancake Man, and I just searched Fortnite Pancake Man, and then I went to <laughs> uh, images and was like looking through the related things, and it's just every YouTube video like Fortnite Pancake Art Challenge. I make a million dollar pancake. It's like the kind of videos the donkey is making this week. <laughs> hey, um, what the fuck is wrong with the hey, last dude's eyes? Uh, he he's has ascending a- to the Fortnite <laughs> <laughs> uh, He looks yeah. like the ladies that get fucking um, uh, possessed by the leprechaun in Leprechaun 3, Lepin the oh Hood. Oh my God. I can't you believe you referenced this eyes. film. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you've done this. Um, well... Speaking of things that are happening right now that, yeah, uh, I do want to just mention that really quickly before we get into a couple other news things. But uh, the YouTuber, uh, Dunkey, who I think uh, most people on this podcast uh, have watched, Um, he's, you know, super famous uh, in gaming YouTube. But he put out a video last week that was basically uh, it was a parody of his old video about how he is done making league videos. And it was just I'm done making good videos. (laughs) And uh, he just got into the whole economics of YouTube and like how most huge creators uh, have these um huge teams writing for them like that's right. how they put out stuff every day it's not just you know Jake Paul doing his thing or whatever it's not just Markiplier doing his thing they have these huge teams because you know they're they're businesses at this point yeah it's not it isn't every day bro right <laughs> um and uh he was pointing out like okay yeah here's all these channels that like me and you know like AVGN like other people who do gaming stuff that put out you know, um, essay style content that, you know, every week or two or, or less often. And like, here's our, our subscriber numbers and here's our, like, you know, our views. And then like, here's like the Jake Pauls and the Markipliers and these guys. And it's just like, it isn't like economically feasible to do YouTube as a job in the way that Dunkey and people like him have been doing it. 
And so it was like, okay, well, this is like a really smart video and like blah, blah, blah. And he, he gets into this thing of like, okay, so from now on, I'm doing like Mondays, drama Mondays, and like Tuesdays is Minecraft, and Saturday is Minecraft, and Fridays Among Us. And uh, it was like, okay, this is very funny. And then this week, he's just doing that. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he, that's actually, he, that's he's actually, actually doing that. Like, and he's making these like two minute long videos. And uh, I think a certain percentage of his fan base is probably pretty mad, but it's very funny. That he's yeah. like doing this as a bit, but like also it is gaming the algorithm and these videos are blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. He put out yesterday his Logan Paul gets oh a God. jar of peanut butter thrown at uh-huh. his head. <laughs> Video is one is a one of the funniest videos I've ever seen on YouTube. Um, it's it's really fucking funny, but. That video is purpose built. Mm-hmm. It already has 1.6 million views. Oh my god! Which is like for Donkey, his videos usually crack a million views in a day. Yeah, but like that video is going to like get stuck in the algorithm in yeah. a way that's going to make it very sick. And that's just like a that's like a long tail earner too, right? Like that's just yes. something that's going to just continue to even yes. when he switches away from this bit, assuming he does, which I I assume he's. Well, that's probably what going I'm curious to, right? about, like yeah, because I I mean he might he probably will, but like also like it's like a real problem, mm-hmm. like that that is his has been his job for a while, and if it becomes like less possible to do that, then he has to figure out something else. Yeah. I mean, so like one week ago, the last Dunky video I watched, uh, which all the Dunky videos I watch are the ones that you just link me, Merit. <laughs> which, uh-huh. <laughs> which as is I Demon's- do, as I do. You're like a, a Dunky, you know, dealer. A uh-huh. DD. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fr- f- yeah. First one's free? First one's free. And the second one's also free. They're all free. They're all free. They're all- but they come with <laughs> the I've price. I've got YouTube red. They're all you free. Know? Uh, that was one week ago has 2.4 million views. And that's what I would call classic donkey content. That's a dunk. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, one from three days ago, reacting to the fakest gamer ever. <laughs> uh, has 2.9 million. Jesus in- <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that like video is, is about 45 seconds long. Yeah. 39 seconds. <laughs> it's just him watching. Like, he's like, oh, this guy's going to be the fake game. And then, like, a poster falls off his wall. And he's just, like, sits there embarrassed for, like, 10 seconds. And, like, <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know. Um, I think it's really interesting and uh, I'm kind of curious to see where else it goes. But um, in terms of of news news this week, um, I guess the big one today is that (laughs) there is a sequence in Cyberpunk 2077 that uh, seems basically intended to cause epileptic seizures. Uh, you know, a lot of video games, I remember buying or renting games as a kid and having in the instructions, they would always say, and sometimes like on the, the opening screen, and I guess some games still do this, say like, you know, some games can cause, um, uh, can induce epileptic seizures in people with a, um, with epilepsy. So, you know, just like, here's all these, they, they put this like disclaimer on there. Um, so that's true of all games, but Cyberpunk 27 2077 includes a a sequence that is very similar to one that uh that doctors use to induce and diagnose epilepsy yeah 
which is wild. It's um, literally like your character puts on a helmet that does the thing that the helmets that doctors use to induce right. epilepsy does. Right, God, right. Just so they have uh, CDPR has posted a tweet acknowledging the situation. And, not a uh, no, not a well, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, they're not acknowledging, apologizing, crucially. acknowledging that right. this is in the game and saying that they will add an additional warning to the one in the EULA, and they are looking to implement a more permanent solution. Uh, <laughs> you know, the EULA, the thing that everyone <laughs> reads. The thing that everyone reads. Um, did, you re- did you look at the EULA, though, that they linked? I did not. Okay, so the, their EULA is the worst because it's there. It's two EULAs. There's the actual EULA, which is like the legalese, and then on the right, there's like an in-universe like interpretation of a eula that's like this is what the corpo overlords want you to know we oh don't want to tell you this information but legally we have to um and that's the whole fucking that's the they like they made the eula a bit <sighs> well it's not the first time someone's done that but it's always just like yeah. well all right um so another thing about this is that the person who reported on this, uh, Leanna Ruppert, is uh, getting people sending her uh, gifts on Twitter that are also intended to cause seizures, which is fucking ghoulish behavior. Yeah, um, that's obviously up. CDPR didn't say anything about that. Um, <laughs> so. Right. Right, yeah, didn't acknowledge that what the behavior of their fans one bit, and I, to my knowledge, basically never has on anything that any CDPR like fan base people have done in the past. You know, it's tough. I know that it's tough because um, of saying that you are are sorry or or saying that you are indicating that you might be responsible in some way for yeah. other people's behavior can can cause problems um but just like you know i don't think it would it would hurt to say hey guys like cut it out <laughs> or hey guys like hey yeah. uh don't don't send this um you don't have to get specific even you can, right you yeah can put out a thing that just says like we don't condone anybody doing something in our name for you know being dicks out there on the internet you know sure like, that's yeah the most milk toast cool. simple cool. baseline thing they could do yeah like, that would be so frankly simple to do that but yeah just be cool, guys. Just be cool. Just be cool. cool. Uh, in more celebratory news, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World Ooh. will be available for the first time in six years in January. Wow. Uh, this was a game that was made to accompany, I believe it came out at the same time as the film or around the same yeah. time as the film, uh, which famously didn't do very well. But um, I have a soft spot for the original book series and even for the film a little bit because it was filmed like in my neighborhood in Toronto. Uh, yeah, I, I like that movie. I watched that movie a lot when it came out. Yeah, I, I mean. Explicably, every single quarter. I, so I teach a film and TV class at mm-hmm. uh, Berkeley College of Music. And I don't know why, but somebody writes about this movie every single quarter. Huh. Huh. And I, hmm. I've taught it like 18, 19 times now, always. Always somebody will bring up Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Like constantly. Do you the kids love it? 
I was going to say, because it's not like, it's not a new movie. It's not new, and it's not like a classic. Like, of course, the the classics always come up, too. Like, always, always, always. Because we send them, like, the AFI top 100 movies list of, like, oh, important works and whatever. As, like, oh, this is just a baseline if you need ideas, basically. Right. Pop star McGruber. (laughs) Yes. The classics. Don't Stop Never Stopping, number one on the list. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the, the game is a uh, 2D beat-em-up that um, came out in 2010. And uh, it it was a tie-in to the movie, but it was way more based on the, the comics and the books um, with the visual style being really based on that. Yeah. Um, and it, it's sort of like, it's like a, yeah, like a 16-bit, like arcade beat em up kind of thing. It's kind of like what what are the like the Kuneo Kun yeah. games? River City Ransom uh, and stuff. Right. Yeah. Where oh, you yeah. like go to restaurants and like order food and get your stats up and like learn new moves <laughs> and stuff like that. Um and with uh the, with the soundtrack by Anamata Gucci too, like an original soundtrack if oh, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um and the game was delisted in 2014. It was actually one of the first high-profile games I remember hearing about that was delisted. Um, I mean, this game wasn't a huge deal, but it was by Ubisoft. And uh, this and Sonic 4 are two of the the games that I remember hearing that like, oh, these are games that were uh, like digital releases only and they were being pulled. And it was like the first time that those conversations started to come up of like, mm-hmm wow, how are we going to preserve this stuff if company if everything is digital and companies can just pull things off of storefronts when licenses expire or whatever? Um, and this and, is like, uh, this is pre-PT, which I think is probably yeah. modern day take on that. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and we really haven't come up with any good solutions to the problem. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a little different than PT as well, just because like, um, this is like a full game that was like released and everything and, and was out and like was out for a few years um and i think this is the the issue here was the license and i think that is true for a few other games as well like um there were a bunch of transformers games that uh that were pulled off storefronts um like fall of cybertron and all of those because uh i don't know who that was that that was Activision. That was Activision, right? And they uh, they lost the license, I guess. Because I think like Capcom made the last Transformers game. Is that mm-hmm. right? That, like a trans a new a pl- Transformers wasn't it game, a platinum, platinum game. Well, the platinum one is delisted as well. Yeah, a new one came out this oh. year. It was like kind of like a MOBA, I think. Um, I forget who made that one. Yeah, but, that's what I'm looking at right now, actually. But yeah, the platinum one is is delisted as well, I believe. De- Transformers um, Devastation was the platinum one. Yeah. Uh the Battle for Cybertron was like pretty good actually. Or War yeah. for Cybertron or whatever. There was um, two of them. Yeah. That was the last game I bought at Toys R Us. Whoa. Holy oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Really rang in the, in the, in the death knell of yeah, the <laughs> game <laughs> zone. But uh Culver City Toys R Us. Yeah, the uh the this it's coming back. Uh this is going to be back in um, going to be back in January, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and um, it's yeah, nice to see you know that that kind of thing come yeah, back around. It's it's a good it's going to be a good Switch game. Yeah, um, oh definitely, and uh, yeah. great great co op game, and uh, it has the DLC characters Knives Chow and Wallace Wells. 
which is cool. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I played a bit of it when it came out and then I watched a play through a few years later and, uh, very cool looking game. Very, because the art is by, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Mario. Scott yeah, by it's <laughs> by Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, the artist by Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> um, uh, Paul Robertson. Mm. Who's that? Uh, he he's worked on a bunch of games. Uh, he did like Shantae. He did like Fez. Oh. Um, He's a, yeah, full artist. Um, now, now what is Paw Patrol even, Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay? What have so you Paw, done here? Paw Patrol yes. is a government psyop to make kids okay with the police. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, everyone already knows that. On the bright side. They, uh-huh. No, what's the bright side of this, Steven? The bright I'm side. I'm excited to see what the bright side oh, is. No, on the bright side of Paw Patrol Mighty Pup Save Adventure Bay from the Outright Games Limited, the same publisher as Transformers Battlegrounds, the most uh-huh. recent Transformers game, uh, Paw Patrol Mighty Pup Save Adventure Bay is 40 American dollars, so no one's ever going to play it and therefore never <laughs> going to be um, uh, advertised to. So it's fine. Hey, you know what? Doesn't look too bad. <laughs> oh shit, it's working. Nikki's already been propagandized. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the face paint the of the top dog here. You see the dog on the top? Yeah. There's something yeah. going on. That's not like what a dog face or outfit usually looks like. I don't mm. know. Something's going on with the the that outfit. Well, you would know. You're you're our dog expert on this podcast. I mean, I myself and Nikki both have a a, a pup. One, the kid in this game looks like Mega Man. Oh, is that what's going on here? Hold on. The kid in this Look game this. looks like the baby from the Baby Shark video. Oh, the original no. Baby Shark. Yeah, they probably came from the same animation. That's actually form. probably true. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at, look at this fucking guy. Uh, Hold on. Here's a... Uh, Jordan, you should use this photo of this purple child as the as the image for the episode. That's oh, what? that's Mega Man, but it's that's like Mega Man. off brand. Uh, it's like Mega Mega Dan. I hate or something. it. Yeah, he looks yeah, Mega Dan. He does not want to be here. <laughs> no, you this can child. only play this game on Steam with a keyboard with a controller. It doesn't have keyboard and mouse support. Paw Patrol Mighty Pup Save Adventure Baby requires a controller in order to play. Playing with a keyboard and mouse isn't supported. Yeah. Huh. Is that bad? I've never played anything with uh, a keyboard and mouse. The Danielle, the idea that they would put out a PC game that you have to have a third party peripheral to use is buck wild. That's a little wild. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see the logic there. I just uh, I don't know how people control games if they, they don't have a controller. Mm. No, you, you click on know, forehead. Can I read you <laughs> a list of related games? Oh no. Steam there's a big banner on this on the Steam page for this game that says Steam is learning about this game question <laughs> mark. Um, uh, Steam is learning about this game? <laughs> and wow. then Are you sure? Um, Should we? <laughs> the similar games are Slime Rancher, okay. <laughs> Untitled Goose Game, fine. A Hat in Time, all right. Human Fall Flat, A Short Hike, X Plane 11. What? Uh, Barn Finders. 
What the fuck and are you a video game about? called Yonder the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. Yonder. Oh, that I feel like I've heard of. Where have I heard of that before? I don't know. That game's three years old. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Remember Wander Over Yonder? I don't know what that is. It was a Cartoon Network TV series. Mm. Wander over yonder, wander over here. I, I think it lasted. It was like one of the Cartoon Network series that oh, lasted with one the, season. Yeah, with the orange guy. Yeah, that sounds right. Which that should tell he you he had a big hat. Yes, yes. That's that's from the guy who made um uh, Foster some for imaginary friends. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that was Greg a quality McCracken program. Was a quality program. Um, Merritt, is there any other video game related information that you would like us to share with our audience? Uh well, do, do any of y'all have anything that I um, missed? No. CD Projekt Red still hasn't sent us codes for that game. Yeah, yeah a lot of people still haven't played that in the game. Morning. Which yeah. is wild. It comes out like. Tomorrow? tomorrow? Mm, yeah. yeah, tomorrow night, I think. Oh, tomorrow night, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a we got an update here not too long ago, a few hours ago from PR, who I want to be clear, the PR people involved with this, like, uh, no, no shade against them whatsoever. They have no control over, like, the availability of codes in this particular case, and usually don't. These decisions usually come down from the publishers. Um, right. And... According to some tweets uh, that I've seen, I think I can say uh, that a lot of people don't seem super, super happy with how the situation has been handled thus far. Uh, but we were told that we would know about codes within 36 hours, which when that tweet came out or that uh, the email came through, uh, the game was 36 hours away from launching. So, <laughs> yeah. so we'll know by the time Cyberpunk is out if Cyberpunk is out. I have personal big video game news. Um, oh. my, my fifth PlayStation arrives on Thursday. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I, wow. That feels like I, it I, took a long time. I wanted to ask a yeah. question, a, an actual, a, a legitimate question about Cyberpunk, which is, do you think that game will be fun in six months when, like, the things are it's ironed done. out? And it's done? When it's, and it's done? And it's ready to play? <laughs> God. Like... Will I, it actually be a fun game once the bullshit is taken out of it? I mean, or? I, for all the bullshit that the studio has done in the past as a whole, one thing you can say for them is that they definitely put out a lot of, like, like support the hell out of single-player games post-release, not just with, like, bug fixes, but just with, like, completely overhauled quality-of-life improvements and free DLC and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, maybe. I mean, I love The Witcher 3. I'm yeah. one of those people who really loved that game at the time. So, like, I am genuinely curious if, like, the shitstorm <laughs> stops, basically, <laughs> and things are patched and, you know, horrifying marketing stops being a thing. And everything around this game is so exhausting to even think about that it, it it's one of those. It's one of those where you just want to go to sleep. But... I am actually curious about what this game will be once it's fixed. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm less curious as to whether like the game will be mechanically satisfying to move through quests and do stuff in and more just like convinced that the game will probably not have anything that I'm interested in hearing it say by the time that it yeah. everything is fixed. If that makes yeah, sense. Like, yeah, point. I think yeah. the I think the video game part is going to be fine. 
I just don't want to, like, have to walk into a room and hear a bunch of um, black people who are called the Voodoo Boys mm. uh, <laughs> kind of talk at me. Crucially, aren't the Voodoo using... Boys white in this game? Oh, Isn't no. that the oh, thing? Are they white in this one? Oh, no. Isn't that the thing? Well, oh, no. Voodoo Boys Cyberpunk 2077. <sighs> no, nah, this guy's black. Okay. Oh, no, some of them are white. Hmm. Interesting. They're black and white and red all over. Ah. They're so mad at the They're so mad and also being shot. (laughs) Oh, that also will do it. Wait, okay. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to find... Despite the bio-sculpting tattoos, feather implants, and bones through their noses and ears, most members of the gang started as average white boys. Most are male, though female members exist as well. The females are often much worse as they have twice as much to prove as the males. Was this some kind of like... Oh, do you get it? They're like, I I think that doing spe- it. Th- I think that specific line is from the tabletop RPG, and I think they Mike Pondsmith has been out there and basically said like the whole thing with the Voodoo Boys originally was that the Voodoo Boys were like white guys appropriating like African culture, and I think in 2077 uh. a bunch of black people have like reappropriated that. I don't know. I <sighs> no one's quite sure. Um, how yeah. any of this works? We'll we'll probably have more like concrete. Yeah, once we, once we play, play the video game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm probably not going to because I'm going to be becoming a pro Fortnite player. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I got to get those V bucks. And um, yeah, I mean, Master Chief comes next week, Merritt. So I, I legit, I legitimately am waiting until they put Master Chief in before I. Yeah. Um, if they play okay, the game. okay, 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 okay. Most people on this call, not big Fortnite fans. Um, mm-hmm. Fortnite was I tried. only only your your top third game of the year. It's not not in your number one. <laughs> um, what is one character that they could put in that you would be like, okay, I'll play Fortnite. Master Chief. Does that have to be a video game character? No, crucially no, <laughs> okay, because good. the Mandalorian is in it. Like. All the MCU people are in it. It could be yeah. literally any character. They're, they the put MCU Chiana people are. from Farscape. I will play that game. They put a Farscape character. Okay. Chia, specific. Well, any of them really, but uh, you know, I'm saying Chiana. Chiana. Kermit. Kermit. The frog. Yeah. Kermit the frog would be very good. <laughs> <laughs> Dorito says incredible. Chester Cheetah. So. Chester Cheetah. <laughs> okay. Also Can you imagine Chester Cheetah? It's fucking Chester Cheetah, um, Sam the Tech, the Toucan from fucking Fruit Loops. Okay. You've got the Flintstones for the Fruity Pebbles Flintstones. You've got fucking the Cookie Crisp dog. Oh my Every, god. Captain Crunch is here. Cereal. Everybody's fucking if here. If they put out a cereal based expansion, for, <laughs> like a cereal based season for Fortnite, or even just like a mascot based one, like a food mascot one, I would be fucking down. Like that yeah. would be good as hell, actually. Yeah, food night. Like, oh, let me be the weird Cookie Crisp, like, uh, robber guy uh, here's my you know? tricks rabbit here's my uh, uh reverse Ronald question McDonald's. to all of you what do you think is more likely that they put a serial mascot in fortnite as a skin first or that they make a fortnite branded cereal first oh absolutely the fortnite oh, cereal already the exists cereal. it's <laughs> really it's really easy to make a cereal listen uh when we did the Adam's Family podcast, like the branded cereals thing, we were on that in the 90s, like because I, I had Adam's Family cereal in the 90s. We talked Fuck about yeah. that on You Love to See It last week. 
we talked about Adam's family values. There is one hundred percent of if I Google Fortnite cereal and I don't find anything, I will pay you one hundred V bucks. <laughs> That's thirty thousand dollars. Oh are you fuck! Sure? Oh fuck! I got the exchange rate wrong. Oh, no. There might not be a Fortnite cereal. What? Yeah, if, there is not a Fortnite cereal. One of the top results when I Google Fortnite cereal is an article from Shack News that says Fortnite banks two hundred and twenty-three million dollars in March alone. Still no official cereal. <laughs> There is a Minecraft cereal. <laughs> there is a Minecraft cereal. There's there was a also Fortnite that Mario cereal. Monopoly. Oh, there's a Monopoly of everything. Monopoly has yeah. no morals. There's a there's a version of Monopoly I saw in Target the other day that is called Monopoly Speed or Monopoly Fast or something. Uh-huh. And the whole point is that you're supposed to be able to finish the game. And it says that on <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Stupid. Oh, remember like Monopoly but for girls? That was a thing, right? Uh, yeah, it was Monopoly. That, yeah, that was like a whole. That was the yeah, discourse we, of the oh, week. Yeah, we own a copy of Miss Monopoly. Because really? They sent, they sent my roommate one. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, what is it? What is it like? It's so mythical uh, in my mind. We've never opened it. Oh, uh, <laughs> Monopoly Speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so the, the selling point for this game is that we know our other game is fucking busted as shit. You guys, we're sorry. Do you want to play the game for real? Okay, I mean, here, guys, we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. And this fucking old, I was talking, Mister Money Bags. It's just like. Just like Sonic the Hedgehog He's style like dashing Hedgehog. down a yeah. street. Target wanted $10 for this, and I still said that was too much. God. Um, Dude yeah. looks like a, he's just seen a sea urchin getting a crust of bread and is about to go bash his head <laughs> in with a cane. <laughs> this is like a fucking Monopoly speedrun. This is wild. Yeah. Just like um, Park Place any percent run. Like What was, what was the version of um, Monopoly that y'all had? in the house oh. when you were children. Because I had the Pokemon Monopoly and I used to chew on the um, <laughs> the pieces, uh, like the, okay. the player pieces, because they were soft rubber and my teeth were, they I was were like teething at the time. Yeah, they, Wait, were, they weren't metal. This? But you finally gave that yeah. up this year. Which is I was yeah, I finally stopped yeah. doing it. Um, okay. But I I distinctly remember putting those babies in my that Mewtwo was so chewy. Oh my god! Um, wow. Yeah. We had a copy of Monopoly from like probably the fucking seventies or something, and then we also had Star Wars Monopoly. Oh, uh, right. which is very cool. It had like those like pewter or like little metal pieces, which was Best really scar. neat. What, what's that? Yeah, they're yeah they're made out of Beskar. Beskar. Yeah, that's the Star Wars metal that they make the Mandalorian. Oh, of. I see. I'm not a, I'm not up to date. You're not a, you're not a Star Warrior. Yeah. No, I'm not a. <laughs> Star like we each came up with three bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That like immediately at the same time too. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Star Warrior. <laughs> Star Warriors. Here, I'm trying to see if I can find the version of Pokemon Monopoly that I had. We just had the regular one. I guess also because I'm like 14,000 years older than anybody else on this podcast. No, we also only had the regular one. Oh, okay. Um, I had Monopoly. We got Monopoly, Pokemon Monopoly first, and then it was too hard. And my mom realized Mm. that I wasn't going to be able to grok it. Um, So then we got um, Monopoly Junior, which I played a lot. Those are cute. 
Oh, yeah. those are so With, cute. They're cute. I love these rules. little weird little Pokemon Monopoly pieces. And it's even still Chubby yeah. Chica Pikachu. Chubby Chikachu. Yeah. Chub, chubby yeah. Chikachu. Um for some reason Starmie was on the box. Huh. Like the, the Pokemon on the front were <laughs> Charmander, Pikachu, Geodude, and Staryu. Or Staryu. Hey. Also, wait, I'm sorry. Why is it Charmander, Bulbasaur, Wartortle? No, it's Blastoise. That's Blastoise. What? That's Blastoise. Yeah, that's Blastoise. And, uh, but it I was going like, to ask the same question, those, Merit. But it's got the, the wing ears. No, no those, are, those the are the cannons. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Now I see it. Blastoise <laughs> does rule, but like, why is it? Yeah. It's a weird smattering. Now, Jordo, you are right. Blastoise fucking rules. The first ever pack of Pokemon cards me and my brother ever bought. I got a Pikachu, a fucking like just busted ass Pikachu. Fuck that guy. Uh, my brother got a wow. Blastoise, which was way better and more powerful because it's an evolved Pokemon. And I, he liked Pikachu better and I liked Blastoise better. So I traded him a Pikachu uh, wow. for a Blastoise, idiot. You wow. did it. And now that card Damn. is worth $30,000. I spent $150,000 on a Pokemon <laughs> card? <laughs> One of Jake Paul's classics. Oh, classics. Um, there's, um, wasn't. Oh, that's am I news. He's going to get the shit kicked out of him in. Uh, oh, I'm so February. excited. Fuck, f- fuck Floyd Mayweather. He's a bad person. Yeah. But I've never been more excited to watch that man fight <laughs> um, <laughs> because he's going to kill Logan <laughs> Paul in the ring. Die. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, and I'm very excited to watch a man die. Am I making this up that Clefairy, they were contemplating whether or not to make Clefairy the, mace, the face of Pokemon? I feel like that might be Is that true. Real? I, th- I think I have heard something like that. Yeah, like which is why they vaguely look the same. Like they're they, both kind of chubby in the same way. They're just they different colors. They do sort of look similar. Also, um, Clefable uh, dies and becomes Gengar. So there's that too. That's true. That is true. That's science. That's that's the circle of life. Yep. That's how ghost Pokemon are born. Yeah. Circle of uh, life. Damn, well, can you imagine if... Wait, hold on. Sorry. Yeah, please. I'm thinking about a future Pokemon game where they add a ghost-type evolution where you have to kill your own Eevee <laughs> to get it to turn into a ghost Jesus type. Jesus Christ. That would rule. You have to, like, like a hundred times and then... Like, that's how you get the ghost version. I love the idea that you have to like it, that. This has to be a decision you make at the Pokeball throwing process. So you know how there's like an Ultra Ball, a Net Ball, a Fish Ball, yeah. whatever the fuck. Like there's one ball that's just called like. Ah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of. And as soon as the as soon as it closes on the Eevee, the. And then when you use the Pokeball again, yeah, the ghost Eevee comes out. This sucks. This does suck. This sucks. <laughs> this is the we, plot of we're gonna, we, Yeah, we're cutting this. This is rated T for teen. Uh, don't listen to this if you're not a teen. <laughs> just cut this part. Um, just cut all this. <laughs> no we're, EVs were harmed. Cut the last uh, hour and minutes. 19 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and we'll be good. Cut, uh, all, just include the part where uh, Danielle said Star Warriors. Just Star have Warriors. it say Star Warriors. And then that's good. We'll call that a show. And we're going to call this a show for this week, I think. So if you want to hear more of our shows, go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts uh, and uh, follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. You can check out the Discord at fanbyte.casa. 
And uh, where where can we find uh, you online, Danielle? You can find me online on good old Twitter at Danielle R.I. And uh, Nikki? You can find me on Twitter at Godsewa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. And Stephen? You can find me on uh, Twitter at at Stephen Strum, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. And uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at Merritt K. And uh, shout out to our producer, Jordan Mallory, whose Twitter account is Jordan underscore Mallory. And... um, People yeah, want to send us anything? emails, they can uh, go to podcast at fanbyte.com is uh, one of yeah, the email, email addresses us. that goes there. Email us. Uh, you also, we have, we also have a store. And we have a store, to store too. Store.fanbyte.com. We've got shirts, plural, um, placemat for you or your pet. Yeah. Uh, stickers and a tote bag. And um, they go away on the 31st. They so go away on want, the 31st of this month. So if you want those... Get them soon. Get them soon. They're going to be gone, and uh, then there's going to be a new collection. That's going to have a hoodie in it. Spoilers. There'll be a hoodie which you you can put in the washing machine, Dan. Yeah. Uh, y'all remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I don't. I had, do remember when. Oh, uh, when Dan Riker learned <laughs> that he could wash his hoodies. Oh. Or to be specific, he learned that you could put them in the washing machine. So he may have been hand washing them, although I somehow doubt it. Can you imagine Dan Reichert going into his kitchen, closing the fucking drain and then wash hand washing anything? No, (laughs) no. Wait, you could Uh, you can wash things without a washing machine. People just used (laughs) to do that. Wait, there was a war in Vietnam. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. We lost Pirates our war. Are the bad guys? Uh, that was, was that also Dan? Yeah, it was yeah. also Dan. Uh, Dan was the all one three who was of like, those Wait, so Pirates just went around stealing shit? <laughs> <laughs> incredible content. Um, incredible thoughts. In, incredible minds. Yes. Okay, just a, a real... <laughs> We've got thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Dear friend. Yeah. Uh, we wish him the best. And uh, until next week, we wish you the best. Hey. And we will see you soon. Hey, can I add, can I add something real quick at the end of this that we haven't done in a minute, but I kind of just like been feeling nostalgic for? Yeah. Yeah, what's that? Thanks for the knowledge. Whoa. Oh, yeah, we did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Star Wars. All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.